Hi everyone! Today I have a very special guest, a fellow professor and scholar, Dr. Nader Nasser. Hello Dr. Haseeb, thank you for hosting me in your show. It's a great opportunity. My name is Nader Nasser and I am a senior technical staff member at IBM. I also am adjunct professor at NYU and at Pace University. At NYU I teach software development and at Pace I teach focused mainly on cybersecurity. So we started our cybersecurity program, a master degree that is, and uh, very excited with that program and happy to be part of it. New York is a very good program. I remember that New York was the runner-up in one of the years that my program won the award. Well, New York is full of activities. Yeah, no great. Excellent. I think I met your chair. He's pretty famous, isn't he? Depends which year. I think we have a new one right now. Okay. Dr. Hill, he's the chairman of Seidenberg School of Engineering and Computer Science. Okay, great. So what yeah. topics do you want to talk about? That's a wonderful introduction. Thank you very much. I know that you are probably <laughs> one of the people that has actually read my book and support it. Absolutely. And I recommend many people to everybody, of course, to read about it because it addresses everybody, pretty much, whether you are a student or whether you are a professional. But I have actually an interesting topic for you, Dr. Hasib. And based on your background in academia, enterprise, and everything. Now, I get this question. Professor, would you recommend in cybersecurity, for example, or would you like me to take a certificate, become a CISSP or CEH or one of those four-letter names a certificate? Then we are waiting for the answer, right? Yeah or no, yeah. or go here, go there. So I'm really interested to hear your thoughts about should I go for a master's degree in academia or should I go for a certificate and how that impacts my leadership path? This is an excellent question. And I'm glad as a fellow professor, you asked that and you want to give the right answer. The answer that I give people is that because the field is so vast, number one, I don't recommend anybody pursue a certification or a degree or anything. Read Cybersecurity Leadership, that book, as you just said, everybody should read it. What does that give you? It gives you a broad understanding of the field itself. So you know the whole model now. You know the people, you know the policy, you have the technology, you have the governance, you have the leadership, you have the risk management, you have all of those things and the perpetual innovation aspects. So the key thing is that they need to figure out which aspect of the model they want to pursue and what is their previous background. And then do they want to do it in a particular vertical? These are very, very fundamental questions that they have to answer before they even pursue anything and spend big money, right? That's, that's because, a good answer, yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead, please. Think about it, because if you go to the wrong program, because as you know, you're teaching, I think, secure coding or something like that. That is the aspect that you are dealing with, right? Right. Okay, well, somebody else, it may not be appropriate for that person, but somebody who's doing coding, for them, you are vital. That is an aspect of cybersecurity, but it is not the field by itself, not the leadership. Well, for the leadership, you really want to be an executive in the field, then you have to pursue a master, but then what masters? Are you interested in the digital forensics aspect? Are you interested in the crime aspect? What are you interested in? And what plays to your strengths, your previous background? And I think the vertical is important because are you going to do this in healthcare? Are you going to do this in education? Because that is also important because there are certain degrees that may be more appropriate for a particular vertical, right? Exactly. That's actually a beautiful answer. And, and I usually say that, think about it as if you go into med school, for example. Beautiful analogy. Or yes. before you go into med 
high school. Right? Can you can you just say I'm gonna take a certificate in surgery and become a surgeon? or a certificate in pediatric and become a pediatrician. Of course not. You have to go through medical school. You have to go through the, the residency, the rounds and all of that. Then you will be like, you know what? Pathology or cardiology, whatever that, this is my field. I am, this is my area. This is what I wanted to learn more. That's where you learn, study more, take a diploma and become cardiologist or psychologist or whatever the case is. Cybersecurity is no difference, right? Absolutely beautiful analogy. That is the analogy I also use. Or like science. I'm not going to be able to do science, right? I have to figure out, is it biology? Is it mathematics? Is it what aspect of science do I want to get into? Is it astronomy? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <You're> exactly. <right? laughs> exactly. You need the exposure to everything, right? Then eventually you will start kind of diving deep. Be, so, and the certificate eventually will get you that depth. So the masters will give you the breadth and the certificate will give you the depth. You need both. You can't go in one without the other. Right. And then for the master's degree, the way I have always explained it, and because you have earned a doctoral degree, you will get this. A lot of people don't really understand that as you're going through the master's degree, your brain is getting elevated to a different level of thinking the critical thinking, the analysis, the interdisciplinary thing, right? And then when you go into the doctoral program, even narrower, now you're contributing new knowledge. Didn't you almost feel like your brain clicked differently once you finished that doctoral work? And so that is the message we need to tell people. If you want to be an executive, yes, you do need to go through a proper master's degree, not a master's degree program where all they're doing is feeding you more technology and none of the presentation skills, none of the people skills, none of the leadership skills, none of the policy stuff. If you don't have that, you are not going to be a very successful leader. If all they're doing is making you do penetration testing and things like that, or encryption and a whole bunch of more technology, that's not the right master's program. People have to delve into what are you going into. I totally agree. And actually I like your approach with, with the master program and I know you have revamped one of the master programs in, in within your career. When I was looking through that, and I completely agree, master degree is not an enhanced bachelor's degree. Exactly. It's a second level. It's the, the second level of thinking, complexity, problem solving. That's actually when you become a leader in professional career. Yes. When I was leading the graduate program, this is the thing that I used to teach my students, even though I was chair. I was also advising these students and I was telling them right up front because they were telling me, Dr. Asif, we have so much writing to do. Why do we have to do so much presentation? All these things. I would coach them because I knew these are the students with passion, right? right. So, so I don't want to lose them, but I also don't want to give them nonsensical answer. Just do it. I would then tell them, I said, look, what these exercises are doing for you is elevating your brain to a different level. It feels hard. Because exactly. your brain is actually changing and working, right? Exactly. If it exactly. wasn't hard, your brain would not be challenged and you would not rise to that next level. So they understood. I said, question this after you graduate. If after you graduate, you still feel that I have not served you well, then you come talk to me. But yeah. right now, go through this because trust me, I have been in this field for more than 30 years. I have sure. sincerely developed a program that will set you up for success. So right now, don't question the program. Just focus on the solution and graduating and do it. And guess what? That's exactly what happened. Some of the students that graduated afterwards, I would meet them and I would tell them, okay, now that you've graduated, 
How do you feel? Exactly. They I were like, Dr. Hasib, I thank you very much for giving me that counseling when I first joined because I was so frustrated and you weren't just managing me. You just basically told me that if you don't go through this, it's like developing the muscles. Exactly. You exercise the first time, what happens? Pain all over, right? Absolutely. I, I always tell them, suffer now and thank me later. We'll keep the thank, thanks for later after you graduate. Yeah. So you actually affirm that point, and uh, that's definitely a very, very good point. And this is the thing we need to also teach all our professors to be making sure that we counsel the students that way. Because if professors are not counseling properly, then these students are going to not find their way. I believe it's a moral obligation for all professors to give students the right message about this. Exactly, exactly. A lot of students, especially those who are graduating, whether they are seniors and their undergrad or they're graduating with a master's degree, the next big question comes in as, professor, small fish in a big pond or a big fish in a small pond, right? Mm -hmm. So should I get a job in a small company where I have a lead role and I do a lot of things or should I get a job in a big company and what I do a certain thing, one thing, and I just focus on it and learn it, then I, I build my career there. So again, sometimes it's hard for me to answer that question because I've been in IBM for 22 years. As a matter of fact, yesterday was my 22nd anniversary with an IBM. Congratulations, that's wonderful. Thank yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So I am interested to hear your thoughts here, especially for the younger generation, the one who are graduating, seniors or master degree graduating with, with their degree. This is why I write books. I knew that this is a big struggle a lot of people are having. And as I was coaching, all my students on this very kind of a question. Yeah. Most people don't understand the concept of building a personal brand and finding yourself out. If you don't do soul searching onto who you are and what is your yeah. personal mission in life. You see, I believe everybody needs to figure out for themselves what is their personal mission in life. You have been given this amazing thing called life. Well, what are you going to do with it? True. You are yeah. unique. There's nobody else like you. So what is it about you? What aspects of you will be best utilized in what kind of a job? That's what you got to figure out. Yeah, that's a beautiful answer also because there, so that type of question, there is no correct answer. It, it all depends on the individual motivation, the individual drive and strive and how far they want it to go. And, and everybody's path and, and route in life is different. It's, yes. It all starts from within, like what exactly you wanted to achieve. Or also, where is your strength? Is your strength to juggle so many balls in the air and make it balanced? God bless, then that's your way. If yeah. your goal is to be very focused on one thing, then you grow from there. That also could be a Yeah, path. and that is what my new book, the thing about personal branding. So personal branding was actually part of my curriculum. So the master's program that I designed it actually had the very first course. We helped the students figure out that you will need to develop a personal brand because if you don't, you will not succeed. We made them even do a LinkedIn profile and all that, okay? So these are all important things. And then I figured out that during this pandemic, people are losing jobs, but they don't know how to create income sources, even though they have many talents. So these are things that I've helped people do in this. I myself right now, I'm doing voice acting, all right? Well, think about this business. Nobody should be working for a single employer. They need to think differently like that. You yourself are not working for a single employer, mainly because everybody needs to manage career risks. 
if you put all your Th that's eggs in one yeah nobody should that's i have never done that in my entire life from 10th and, and you know grade, what i mean yeah from 10th no, no, grade onwards i've had multiple sources of income that's amazing the more i think about it reflecting on myself mm -hmm. i feel like every employer give you a different challenge and polish you in a different way. Yes. It's the new way of thinking now. Yes. You have to take control of your brand because right now That's... there is no guarantee. You could be laid off just like that because you got too many executives that do not understand modern business and they're basically ruining organizations and companies. It's pretty crazy. But Dr. Nasser, it was absolutely wonderful talking with you. Thank you.